This sports talk on the gun range. One stop shop, sure thing. You gotta tune in. We hit every target. You don't wanna miss that's poor aim. Stay updated with the latest. These real shots, no pump fakes. I mean, what good is a nice trending topic? If y'all hear about it to a month late. I mean, where else can you get breaking news so fast? It's still under warranty. Only at the gun range. You would think we had staff members ground zero in the future to go and see. Get it to you straight, that's point blank. Let it all out, then reload. Right back with it. Promise we can tell you everything you wanna know about the game with the cheat code. That's beast mode. We can talk politics, we can talk fashion, maybe even talk about sex. Who's asking? Wait, what? Analyze next year's draft picks. Bad referee calls. Did he really catch it? Tell a few jokes here and there. Get a laugh in. Top current players in the has been. Greatest debates of all time. I mean, you can only imagine. But you can come join us, look into the scope and see now. Wanna keep up with your favorite team? We probably got a head coach on speed dial. Do you think sports are a blessing? They have a lot of questions. Yeah, I'll tell you one thing. Let me tell you. You tired of looking for answers? Here's your chance to come and get it all at the gun range. Get it all at the gun range. You can get it all at the gun range. Come and come and get it all at the gun range. You can get it all at the gun range. Come and get it all at the gun range. You can you can get it all at the gun range. You can get it all at the gun range. Come and get it all at the gun range. Welcome to Sports Talk on the Gun Range, ladies and gentlemen. I'm your host, Mr. Daniels, man. I'm here. I'm lit. I'm with everybody, man. What's up, everybody? What's up, Brooks? Say what's up to everybody. <laughs> what's popping, everybody? <laughs> Mike is back. What's good? What's up, bro? Man, I'm good, man. Sir yes, Michael. What's up, man? Do, do tell us about your adventures, my boy. In Orlando Town, yes. It was, All right. <laughs> it was uh, it was pretty fun. It was a, a pretty good time. Yeah, I got sightsee. You know. Already. Got, got some R and R in, huh? Got some R and R. Definitely, definitely need it. I hate to bring this up, but you do know that Steven took his kids to Orlando. And yeah, that's what's up. Took them to Orlando, man. They told the kids that they took them to Disney World. Oh, okay. They, they took them to a strip mall. What? <laughs> wait a minute, wait a minute, what? Told the kids it's Disney. Apparently, it's Disney's uh, strip mall. It's, it's, down, it's downtown Disney. It's, uh, it's basically just a... <laughs> It's just a bunch of shops. He's basically. not even supposed to talk. But he's talking anyway. You don't got a microphone. So, so they are in actual Orlando. They're in Orlando. They're in Orlando. And they went down there they did thinking the hard they... Part. If, you want, if you want to look at it that way. They took care of the hard part. And they, they went down they there. To Orlando. That's what I was wondering. And then, like... The drive is the most part. You'd be like, damn, I want to drive. They they got to Orlando. You do the drive, and then you get there, but then you're like. They made it to the destination. Right. Yeah. It happened. They got there. Yeah. Uh, Legend has it. They had some expectations. They was going to have themselves a good time. Right. Mm -hmm. Uh, They actually went down to the downtown Disney. It's now known as Disney Springs, as I found out. Wow. Which is just. I mean, uh, this sounds pleasant. Yeah. <laughs> you know? But the girls are on the impression that it's world. So it's not bad there because if I'm a parent, I'm going to be a cheap parent. All right? Right. But, you know, that they took them home and then one of the girls got asked in class to write a story about <laughs> oh my God. Uh, their vacation. Right. To Disney World. Disney that, World. That's where things got weird. Is there rides at this shopping 
There's there's all. nothing. She says it's not exactly what I expected. <laughs> they ain't even got a damn merry-go-round. At the yeah. no, I did not see a single. No, I take that back. They had one merry-go-round. Damn. Yeah, she said it wasn't a lot of rides. You know. <laughs> <laughs> And she told this story, and I think the teacher contacted Steven's wife, and she brought it up to Steve. <laughs> she basically called this little girl yeah. a liar. And they had, to, they had to tell her the real story that we didn't take you to Disney World. <laughs> she had to find out her parents were cheap that day. <laughs> <laughs> I want to know what the teacher's reaction was. Just in case you want to know how cheap that makes Steve. <laughs> even even the parking is free. <laughs> free parking. Free to park, free to walk. Oh my god, man. Steve always got a story. Steve is actually our producer for this episode, so he better not mess it up. <laughs> and um, you know, so we just going to go ahead and start. We're going to touch on a cop to, uh wow, a couple Anyway, a couple of topics, you know what I'm saying? So, uh, one of them being, of course, Cowboys. Just touch base with them all around. Uh, get, a little, get a little feedback there. Uh, Chris Richard, Dak Prescott, Jason Witten. And, of course, we're going to touch on some of the NBA because they're finally in the playoffs and they're finally in the second round. So, this is when I like to talk about them. <laughs> like, nothing else during the season. It's just, <laughs> just straight Warriors and Rockets, you know what I'm saying? This is, third, this is third the finals. Yeah. Oh, my God. Eastern, uh, yeah, conference finals. Eastern Conference Finals. Wow, I knew that too. Oh well, I, I knew, I knew you. Oh well, right? <laughs> you kind of can just kind of just cut out the first round on the good sometimes. Yeah, sometimes. Yeah, just get rid of the dead. Most weight. of the time, there was yeah. two it's two seven bad. game I series this year. Yeah, yeah, I, I guess the, like the Pelicans it, made you think they was gonna do more. Indiana than they wasn't did. no eight or what? Uh, no lower seed though, man or. They, yeah. they should have been up there. Like, yeah, you're right. They you're turned right. it on like, a yeah. little late, though. We'll but touch on that, though. Let's start with the Cowboys, since we can't seem to stop talking about them. You know, we let out something. We let out a Facebook post. Mm-hmm. And whenever we put together these Facebook posts, we get a nice amount of responses. We even got some regulars. We put out a post about all or nothing. Nobody's seen the show. Man. What, are, what are y'all thinking about this, about all or nothing and, and nobody really seeing it? Are you thinking they ain't got Amazon Prime? <laughs> Most definitely. I'm like, I mean, what you don't got Prime? Like, that's, that's a that's a pretty good reason to. Yeah. To I mean, that's really one of the only reasons. I only say one of. Yeah. I kind of fall in that category. I know we've been on all or nothing for a minute. Yeah. But as you know, I was. Give me some rest and relaxation with no Wi-Fi, unfortunately, so yeah. I couldn't all keep these, up with it. All these folk with fire sticks. Ain't got no Amazon Ain't Prime. got no, like, I didn't, is that not, you can't break into Amazon with a fire stick? Why are you looking at me? <laughs> One, I'm just trying to figure that look, out. Like, but uh, whatever. You just look like you was about to say okay, something. I was a, He's running like the police are chasing him. <laughs> <laughs> He's yeah. got get away from the cop speed. Somebody uh, told me, okay, that I think you can break into them. I'm not too sure though, but Amazon must shut that down. Yeah, I think Amazon kind of got that on lock. Now that fire stick in general, we all know that they got a crazy there. firewall that the government even uses from time to time. Uh, but 
<laughs> that was like a little tidbit, right? <laughs> Did not need to know that info. But um, <laughs> but as far as the Cowboys are concerned, man, they got the rookie minicamp that's starting or started, my bad. And they took their little group pictures and everything. Uh, my question to you guys um, is really, who do you see – who do you see standing out in the rookie class? Go on, start with you, Mike. Uh, honestly, I like I want to go with Gallup. Okay, I, I want to go there, uh, mostly because I think all eyes are going to be on him. But something tells <laughs> me that. Um, <laughs> Mike, Mike, what's going on? <laughs> okay. I'm sorry. Our producer cracks me up, man. So, yeah. <laughs> um, I think I think Connor Williams is going to be the, the biggest standout here. I'm okay. sorry. Sorry, bro. Oh. Oh. Whoa. Whoa. I am Groot. Brooks. <laughs> oh, bro, let's, reference let's, the TV nah, show. Bro, let's not even go there, bro. Yeah. <laughs> Go ahead, Bruce. Um, um it, it has to be LV, man. Uh, it got to be Vendoresh for me. Uh, we need him. We need that's, him to be. That's true. We, <laughs> we need him to be a stud, man. Like plain and simple, we need him to be worth that nineteenth overall pick. You yeah. got to stand out. Like he has to. I'm not telling you. I'm not saying like, bro, you got to come in here and be Sean Lee day one because I, I kind of like Sean Lee, kind of like. Forced his way on the field. Like, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? After he got over the little injuries he had at the beginning. But, like, just mold off. You know what I'm saying? Take take everything in from Sean Lee as much as you can. Right. Film study, the way he watches the game, the way he studies the game, the way he analyzes players. He's who he going up against. Like, just learn, man. Yeah. Just be an open canvas to Sean Lee, please. Just – we need this dude, bro. We really do. Yeah. Honestly. I agree. Okay. And, I mean, the question was for a standout. And no offense to the JJ. What's his name? <laughs> I can't remember his name. Are oh, you talking about LBE? Yeah. Uh, like the Venerish? Yeah. No offense to him. I mean, we got to love guard for great value. I kind of expect him to be the star. I mean, just the breakout. Like, because for one, we know for sure he's starting straight up. And we know he's going to be on the show. You know, we know he's going to be uh, starting five week one. Right. And he's playing next. Man, he's playing next to two great players. And it's a great setup. So, I expect for when they run to the left side, it's going to be something nasty. No, I mean, I definitely agree with Mike, too. Like, I I think Connor Williams is definitely going to be a standout. Mm. I I didn't want to go with the same person, of course. uh, But (laughs) – I just feel like we we need Lathan Vanderish to be a standout. Like he has to be a standout. Yeah. Okay. I feel like Connor Williams is gonna be good. I, I think like I feel I just I feel comfortable saying that honestly. I feel comfortable saying because I mean first round talent got him mm. in second. I, I, I feel like he's gonna be all right. Okay, but what about what do you think about Gallup? Who does he remind you of? And where? If he can, you know, understand the playbook, how soon do you see him being a number one? As far as how quickly I see him being a number one? Yeah. Um, it's not going to be this year, uh, definitely. You don't think so? No. Nah, I don't see him being the number one this year, but. 
Starting think, rotation? Yes, definitely. I think that, so. The reason why I say, as far as number one goes, is I think Hearns is going to always get the number one routes uh, throughout this year. Cowboys, they're notorious for not changing the playbook. So they got Hearns to replace Dez. So he's going to be the number one. He's going to run all the Dez's routes. Right. So Gallup. <laughs> <laughs> Don't go there. Okay. So, <laughs> or lack thereof. <laughs> so Gallup is going to so – I think he's probably going to start out in the three, and I think he's going to definitely eat away at some of T. Will's uh, – Interesting. Some uh, T. Will's numbers. So him being in the three, he's definitely eating away at Cole Beasley's. Yes, and I think that they're <clears throat> just going to try to utilize uh, a combination of Beasley and Thompson on uh, mostly on special teams. Okay. And in special packages. Oh, okay. okay. So you see your starting receivers. Uh, yeah, I'm Hearn coming out. You know, day one. Week one. Yeah, week one. We're gonna have Hearns at the one, T. Will at the two. I can see Gallup working his way into the three. Ooh. Actually, I want to take that back. I think week one, we still gonna have Beasley at the three. Week mm-hmm. one. Uh, <clears throat> with Gallup probably coming in on the four. Okay, I'm curious, Brooks. What are you thinking? You got a counter there? Uh, nah, I'm, I'm I'm pretty I'm pretty uh we're pretty on the same pretty much on the same page there with uh as far as Hearns at the one T Will then uh bees hoping hopefully T Will stays healthy. I don't know this foot injury kind of weird. No, my thing is I think this could be the year Terrence Williams is not starting week one. I think the rookies, they bring a crazy array of excitement, for one. Mm-hmm. And if he can, kind of like when they when the Cowboys put Dez out there, in my opinion, he didn't know too much of the playbook. It was just like, I'm going to throw the ball up, you go get it. And they did it, or they put him on punt return, you know, and they put him on special teams because he's like, this guy's going to have a spark. And it's like, you didn't have to know too much. They was like, hey, you remember when you were in high school? And the, mm-hmm. and the, the coach was like, throw him the ball. That's what we want you to do. You know, just like, this is what you were used to doing, so they let him run wild. And that's what I like about rookies, man. Sometimes you just got you to pin back the playbook and just let them do them. And yeah. that's personally what I think. Uh, you know, Brooks, you probably think it's a little like wishful thinking on my end for Terrence Williams not to start. But I think a healthy Terrence Williams has a great chance of not starting this year. <laughs> hey, I mean, if he can catch the ball, man. You down for it? Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm, I'm all for it. I'm okay. just super excited about Terrence Williams. Well, don't run sideways. One of the main things going along with that is in order for him to catch the ball, it has to be thrown to him. So, with Dak Prescott, a lot of talk has been going on about the Cowboys because Stephen Jones, once again, gets out there in the news, tells them, hey, we've been planning for, we've been uh, planning to pay Dak, and we're going to pay him his worth. We only require the earth, the moon, the sun, and the whole solar system, but if he gives us this, we'll pay him adequately. And it's brought up a debate. I got one of my homeboys who's an avid Oakland Raiders fan, so he's always ticked off at the Cowboys because they're not America's favorite team. They're probably super close, top three or maybe, but they're just never that number one. But he likes to bring up the fact, oh, Dak ain't worth no $100 million. I'm like, which quarterback have you seen 
that's been a franchise quarterback, not somebody that you brought in for a couple years, but been a franchise quarterback get paid less than a hundred million the last few years. It just right. it's not going to happen. So uh, my question is, do you see Dak as being a hundred million dollar quarterback? Let's go ahead and start with Brooks. Um, if if he has a good season, uh, MVP type season. I mean, when his contract due, like if he proves that he can be that franchise quarterback, then of course he's going to make $100 million. That's yeah. inevitable. Okay. Like that's what the going rate is. $100 million. Yeah, Exactly. Plain and simple. But he got to prove it. Yeah. He got – he has to prove it, plain and simple. Okay. What are you thinking, Mike? If I'm being honest, as much as I feel like this is a, a show-me year for Dak, they're going to ride with him regardless. Mm. He's definitely going to be getting $100 million. But you know what? And I'm, it's definitely going to be from the Cowboys. Yeah, and that's true. But I think more so that 100 mil is not just coming from his play, even though when I was watching them score his games on All or Nothing, <laughs> y'all should watch All or Nothing. <laughs> but, uh, but when you watch him score, when he was getting scored, he didn't have a lot of yards or whatever. But for what happened, they was like, he didn't lose his composure. He didn't do this. He didn't do that. He was real, still handling. It. That's exactly what I'm yeah. getting at. And that's yeah, and that's what you get out of deck. It's something that they see that we haven't been able to see on the daily. Exactly. That exactly. they just it's it's engulfing, and <laughs> they believe in him a whole lot more than I thought they originally did. That's exactly where I'm getting it. They the Cowboys will pay deck a hundred mil, regardless of how this season goes. I can guarantee you. So let me let me ask y'all. Mm-hmm. So let's say Dak has a bad year. Okay. Knock on wood, God forbid. But okay, and let's say he comes back, yeah, retired. <laughs> and let's say next year he comes back and he has a uh, okay year, not so bad, no Pro Bowl though, not even the playoffs. Say we miss the playoffs back to back years. Are you paying Dak a hundred million dollars? Personally, I'm not. That does not mean the Cowboys won't. But That's kind of what I'm getting though. at. Because let's say they don't have a playoff year, right? But Both Dak years. Was, Both years. But we And I can't say he's not going to get in a pro bowl because Dallas fans, well, Cowboys fans are going to vote him in. So I can still see the pro bowl. But even if he didn't have – if he had a – he'd have to have a subpar year. He would have to get benched in that year in order for me to say he's not getting that contract. Exactly. And it's going to – and I'm from not, the looks of it, it's going to take a lot for that to happen. That's not impossible. I mean – don't think we just – I mean, they just sitting on their hands. I mean, they did draft the quarterback. Yeah. So, if he's not having a good year – Did that throw y'all off, though? No. Because – I mean, not really, but a little bit. I thought they liked their number two guy. They do. The The point of That's it is not – The what, point of it is uh, just to kind of keep mm-hmm. them in rotation, really. Because the thing is, Cooper Rush showed – you know what he's capable Way of. Better promise. Yeah, like like people are in love with Cooper Rush. Wouldn't be surprised if he's not a cowboy. Exactly. So then you so you have Mike White behind him. You get that little year that they probably are going to draft a quarterback next year too. Mm-hmm. Like in the back in the back half of the draft. That's just kind of a way that you just kind of keep it going and you just keep the system going. Uh, Dak will get an extended contract, so he's probably constantly going to have a two-year and a rookie behind him at all times. Gotcha. Well, I mean, yeah. It, it kind of got to be set up that way. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, they're, it, it doesn't surprise me that they drafted him. It's not for competition. Only surprising, it was just because of Cooper Rush. And I was kind of like, yeah, okay. It's it's not for his competition. But now it's kind of seeming like everybody like, oh, Cooper Rush is definitely practice squad now. Like, 
we bumping him up. Or he, I don't even think he's eligible now because he was on the uh, roster for so long, the active yeah. roster. So yeah, my bad. He's not even eligible to for me, uh, yeah, practice squad. To me, he's he's gonna get traded. And the reason why I say it, I seen him play live. It was nice. It was nice, it, it was like, oh, this guy has a lot of potential. I can't think of uh, I can't think of a team that would need him. Miami, possibly Miami, possibly Denver. Uh, but it just depends on how this rookie is going to play too. Because Dallas, everybody knows you need to have two good quarterbacks. Uh, having two Watched. good quarterbacks got them a Super Bowl ring this past year. Eagles. True. You know, so I think that's I think that's pretty important. But a lot of people want to go back to, you know, we know what the offense is. The offense still has lots of firepower, uh, if not way more firepower this year, because our line is going to be way more cemented this year than yeah. it was this past year. But no change in parts. You know, uh, <laughs> we picked up a guy by the name of Chris Richard, and he uh, he coached some corners. They was pretty good. In secondary, you know, they was pretty good. They just had like this nickname. Uh, uh, what is it? Boom, man. <laughs> boom. That boom. You know what I'm boom. talking about, man? That boom. That dang old. Yeah, well, Legion on boom, man. <laughs> but, <laughs> but yeah, you know, so the, he, he coached the Legion of Boom. And some people will say it, it's kind of hard to figure out if it's coordinators or if it's what exactly it is, but when you got a consistency after a defensive coordinator, after a defensive coordinator leaves, it kind of leads you to believe. And then when this defensive coordinator actually leaves, it was actually a change in the play. I think there's something to look at. I think he's on the way of – and by the way, I did not see him in the show. Oh, I'm sorry. He just came on. Yeah, there. yeah. Okay, I was I'll like, I didn't see him in the show. That might have been a intoxicated moment. <laughs> All right. <laughs> but, but, no, um, so – Chris Richard, what do you – what will he do with our up-and-coming secondary? And what is it that you think is going to, like – what impact is he going to have week one? Uh, I think it's going to be a big impact, honestly. Seeing what he was able to do, because you're talking about the system out there in Seattle. I mean, yeah. they produced Gus Bradley. They produced Dan Quinn. Both of those are great head coaches. Both teams were in the playoffs just yeah. this past year, you know. Uh, and especially Gus Bradley had one of the best defenses, and Chris Richard comes from that same tree. So mm. I think we're going to see that. The good thing about it is we got him after we got ourselves some some young guys. So they're even though you know they've already had a year under their belt, they're still pretty fresh. Yeah. So he has a, a, a fresh canvas to use basically to put his own ideals right out 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 there on the field. That's what's up. Um, I feel we already uh, are seeing his impact. Him, you know what I'm saying? He comes in, they immediately move Byron Jones a corner. I feel like that's the a good move for him, playing on the outside. I think he's going to make a better impact on our defense. And something we always preach is, man, we need turnovers. We need turnovers. We need turnovers. Like, we need turnovers. And yeah. I think these young guys that we got, along with – you know what I'm saying? Rashad coming in, coaching them up. I think it's going gonna, it's gonna to be pretty nice. It's going to be pretty interesting. Oh, yeah. Okay. I think when you – when you, it's kind of – you, you kind of scratch your head a little bit. You was a defensive coordinator. 
why aren't you a head coach somewhere? Or why aren't you an assistant head coach? Why aren't you a defensive coordinator somewhere? And it's weird that he just came in as a secondary coach. So I'm kind of curious as to what's been transpiring there. Is it blackballing or is it just, you know, opportunities? You know, it's a buddy-buddy thing. You got to network good. And is that the reason why he's still available? I just got to figure that out. I guess we'll get a better feel for it as the season progresses, right? Well, I'm hoping it's just not a Pete Carroll thing. And when I say that, I'm hoping it's just not whatever they got going in Seattle. I'm hoping that he is a good coach as well. And I, I think he will be because he was there throughout the whole Super Bowl runs and everything like that. But also, too, if you want to think about it, when Gus Bradley and um, – Dan Quinn. Thank you, Dan Quinn left. Defense kind of start falling off just a little bit. It wasn't the same. I'm not saying it was completely trash. It just yeah. – you know what I'm saying? It just wasn't as dominant as it was. Okay. But that could be a reason why he wasn't offered one of those DC positions or head coach positions because, he, you know what I'm saying, people are looking at the now, looking at the now. You know what I'm saying? They're not looking at the work he put in from when he was just secondary coach and then he bumped up until DC. Now, granted, just going to be honest, we're not too sure how long, you know, <laughs> how long you don't, boy? Don't how long like you boy that. gonna be here, man? Yeah. I love him to death, but he, he just don't. Yeah, I mean, I like mean, we don't know how much, how many more years. Rob Marinelli, left, man. Yes. I mean, yeah, Rob Marinelli. Come on, man. Like if we, I'm if I'm being honest, I think Rashard was picked up for that main reason because yeah. they know that Marinelli's not gonna be around much oh, longer yeah. as far as around football. I ain't wishing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right, right, right. <laughs> I got you. He's not going to be around you. football much longer, but I think it's also a – it was used as a bargaining chip for a certain safety right. who's looking to get out of Seattle. Yeah. Uh, not showing up to training camp, mm-hmm. by the way. So Very disgruntled. Mm, yes. So I think that the Rashard pick was kind of a bargaining chip. For, for Earl Thomas, so I think that we're going to be seeing Earl Thomas on our team soon, and just Rashard don't, will don't be Rashard will be a DC. Don't trade for him. It's too late now. That's possible. Um, then you got Jason Witten already in the news, already guest hosting on other podcasts when he could just be on this one, right? How the gun range? How is podcasting the DFW? Yeah. Fuck what is yeah. you doing? Pew pew. <laughs> Put <laughs> combing your hair to the front, then come to the yeah, you know. My bad, bro. Never See, that's why, See, that's why he didn't right show there. up. That's why there. he didn't show up. My bad, bro. Damn. We're sorry, Jason. You ever seen a cinnamon? Never mind. I'm done. Keep it. Can't, can't do it. Can't do it. Well, anyway, he's already in the news for saying where he believes Dez a go. And he believes Dez Bryant is going to be a Green Bay Packer. Uh, I would think I was the only one that was like, that would make a lot of sense. I, I, think, I think y'all were like, yeah, but Dad said he wouldn't go. But a lot of people say a lot of stuff. Some people say there'll be a cowboy for life, and it just don't happen. Mm. You know, it just is what it is. But in saying that, uh, supposedly, uh, and I say this because I didn't read it, but Mike, you read it. Brooks, you read it too, right? Okay. So Bleacher Report reported that Green Bay says at this time they're not interested. Right. I really don't believe anything. I think everybody is always interested. It's just whatever the right price is, right situation. We all know if Dez played with Aaron Rodgers, it would be 
nothing short of phenomenal in my mind. Yeah. Could you see uh, Dez being a touchdown leader if you went the Green Bay? Oh, yeah. Definitely. Um, I'm, I don't know about yards. I'll say he'll Maybe, definitely Probably have not with yards. Over, over 1,000 yards, I can see that. But red zone? I I think he'll have better red zone numbers than yardage overall. I think he'd have better red zone numbers than Graham. I can see Dez in Green Bay, 750, 12 touchdowns. And that's not bad at all. No. It's not an 1,000-yard year, and people will complain about it. Uh, but that is a potential the reason, leading the league touchdown. The reason year. why I'm saying that is because – Man, Adams is a dog. Adams ain't no just no bullshit player. And Aaron is going to give him the ball. Mm-hmm. That, he's nice. But between between the, Yeah, so, yeah. you know, he's going to have to split that. Man, up. Yeah, but Adams. Zone. But now you got Adams. And Cobb still. You still but, got Cobb out there. Yeah, and Cobb. It's kind of hard to pinpoint Cobb. Is Cobb. The, he, Cobb do the dirty work, bro. Yeah, he do all the. But you know it used to be underneath. Cobb was oh, yeah. phenomenal, dude. He was dude. the he was the the lightning as opposed to oh, yeah, thunder. Right. Now, and now he didn't kind of the injury. Around. You know, the injury kind of changed. Yeah, he be getting him blown up though yeah. sometimes. But is but we gotta look at this. This is Aaron Rodgers, and he likes to play backyard football. And you got Adams gonna be drawing double teams now. Mm-hmm. And guys saying that Dez ain't got it, so then Dez is going to be wide open. Yeah. Aaron Rodgers is literally the teacher quarterback, meaning he has eyes in the back of his head. Oh, yeah. He can see stuff that you'd be like, why don't other quarterbacks see this? <laughs> it's some weird stuff because after four seconds, Aaron Rodgers can find a wide open wide receiver. And we like, how – you remember what? on the old Madden's when he oh, had a vision cone? QB vision? Yeah, his is all the way around. Yeah. <laughs> Bro, Aaron Rodgers That's what Peyton Manning used to look on I know, I Peyton Manning used to go sideline to sideline. Shout out Michael Vick for Madden having to put that damn QB vision on there. And I was not good when I played it with that. Not no. How you going to You can't scramble with Vick and use a vision, man. It was bad. Yeah, it was horrible, man. Um... If he doesn't go to Green Bay, where's some logical des destinations? We only go with we only gonna go with two, two to three, two, two to three. I, honestly, we give you two. You want us to give you two? No, nah, just or just one, one from both of y'all. Oh, okay. I still think the <laughs> I still think the Ravens is a good place for him to go. Okay, how many receivers they gonna pile up over there? Then? They'd be willing to cut some of them lower guys <laughs> if Dez come. Out. I mean, they were ready to get him. You know what I mean? They, they got to make up. They got to make one of the multi-year deal that he. They got to make people forget that they signed Ryan Grant before yeah. he fell that physical. I think right. they they made people forget that real quick though. Uh, <laughs> you got Crabtree. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Ryan Grant fell this physical. Oh. <laughs> yes. Get this nigga. Get his playbook. Get it. Get it. <laughs> You're just kind of crazy, bro. My bad. Um, this. I'm gonna no. throw something out there. I got okay. I got a destination Go for ahead. you. Jacksonville. Mm. I'm gonna steal one from Steve. Throw out Jacksonville. I'm I'm, I'm down to I'm down to my last couple teams, and I don't, I don't see him in the AFC, but Jacksonville could be a good team. I don't know what Bortles would do for him. <laughs> Nothing. That's what I'm saying. I can see him going to somebody that has a quarterback that's gonna get him. The ball. I would hope, but right now, bro, they just need a job right now. I, I'm still holding on to Houston. I'm got, still holding on to Houston. On the cool though, you got I just Witten don't know. on you know on air 
big up in Dez and calling him smart and saying this guy's mature. Mm-hmm. Like, they're that's a to big cosign. Him, bro. Yeah, they're, but they're, that's they're, a still they're, they're, they believe it. I'm not saying they don't believe it, but they're definitely trying to look out for him, bro, because yeah. they know for a fact there's no reason why Dez Bryant should not have a job, bro. Mm-hmm. Somebody's bullshitting. Somebody's blackballing this dude, bro. And, like, they know it, too. That's why they're sticking their necks out for him, bro. If you notice, everybody has done it besides Stephen Jones. But everybody has said, nah, you need to sign this dude. Somebody needs to pick this dude up. There's no reason why he should be still out there. We don't need him to be a Patriot, and that's where it's going to be. That's happening. what's going to happen. That's what's going to end up mm-hmm. being. Because Belichick's sitting back there They'll like, give you a one-year deal. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. Exactly. With, this, with incentives. And he'll make and let you go. He's so waiting. That's it. Dez ain't going to get that playbook, too. though, for them. He on, on, Dez got to really be about it if he going to go to New England. No, we Nuh-uh. just won't hear from him. He got to get in that playbook. He has Not to, Not necessarily because we talk about Dez loving, you know, that backyard football, being able to break away from his initial route and all that. Truth is, Dez is a timing quarterback. You got to be there on time. That was the thing with him and Romo. Romo. Brady is a timing quarterback. That's why he doesn't get sacked a whole lot. So, honestly – Top three quarterbacks that's going to be the best throwing the days is going to be Russell Wilson, Aaron Rodgers, and Tom Brady. And obviously because those are some top three quarterbacks, but because of what they're able to do with time and improv. improv. I think it's better with an improv quarterback. I don't think it has to be necessarily timing. It has to be somebody that can see the field the same way Dez sees it. And no offense to Dak whatsoever. Tom Brady I don't think, still fits that profile. Yeah, but I'm just saying no offense to Dak whatsoever. I just don't think Dak had reached that Mm-mm. point yet where he could understand what Dez was thinking. Right. And the greatest quarterbacks, they they understand. It's like they see things like the wide receiver does down the field. Exactly. Like, as soon as that wide receiver's like, man, I'm open. He's like, yeah. Mike's got a open. point, though. He's throwing on the ball. Mike has a good point, though, as far as Dak. I mean, as far as Dez and the timing. Like, that's that's a good point because – I can remember those Romo routes, like them deep ends. Like he would hit Dez on the money with those deep mm-hmm. ends, and like, like it was beautiful. Like Dak, sim over his head, low. Dez rarely know. ever had to like backpedal or like wait for a ball yeah. or anything when it came to to Romo. It was it was usually right there. Yeah, but that's what great quarterbacks do. They'll throw it before you even break. Does make your break. That's the timing that yeah. I'm talking about. We, yeah. I mean, like I got, I got that part, but it wasn't always a time and play. Like some of De- not some, probably most of Dez's Des- plays were off plays of were broken improv. Romo plays. Yeah, you right, and that's that's how I look at it. You right, man. Like you guys, people, right. people not gonna appreciate we're it right, right now, but Take years down the line, man, like people realize Romo was a great quarterback. Oh yeah, bro. he I was. They great. realize that now. I mean, I, I knew it when we watched him, but I, I think only like Cowboys fans don't think that he was a great quarterback. I like think half with Cowboys, of the Cowboys fans, and I think you know what? Then we need to. Oh, I'm, I'm no, my bad. I, I want. <laughs> I wanted to go there. I wanted to go. There. No, I don't want to go. Let's there. Let's wipe half these I, niggas. You just, <laughs> no, you just you just brought up a bad memory, Mike. My bad, and bro. Brooks. Let me tell y'all one thing about this world that we're in. Yeah. Okay? Okay. There's some things you just got to know. For one, you can't take life for granted. So you got to do what you got to do in life. And you got to take these chances. One of those chances that you don't have to take is going to the movies with Brooks. Whoa. When it's a movie that Brooks wants to see... 
and it's a little bigger than life at that point, you don't want to go to the movies with Brooks. Because I'll... T- you are being... Let me go ahead and tell you a little you story. Me. You <laughs> are something else let right me, now. Let me you tell you that. a story. So, I'm with Brooks. He wants to go see the movie. I didn't really want to go see it. I was I kind of had this feeling I was going to be tired when I got off work. But, you know, he peer pressured me. Basically called me a little bitch. And I was like, all right, fine, I'll go. <laughs> and so, we go to the movies. We go see The Avengers. Infinity Wars. Shout out to that cashier. Oh, yeah. That hooked us up with that popcorn, that gourmet popcorn with the Cheetos. Shout out. It started out great. Because we get inside the theater. He gets a drink. I got Sprite. Then there was that gourmet popcorn. Uh, For those who don't know, the AMC theaters are making gourmet (laughs) popcorn now. And it's cheese popcorn. This lady mixed in hot Cheetos with the cheese popcorn. The fresh cheese popcorn that was just made that day. That shit was awesome. Oh, my God. I could tell another story about that. Man. But we're in a good place. Go ahead. We go see the movie. Movie comes on. Thanos is in the first scene. Brooks, from about that point... To the end of the movie, I couldn't, I didn't even know the guy. This guy is yelling at the movie, calling people all types of names. I was about to start saying it. I was like, no. <laughs> we started calling them all types of names, um, getting mad at everybody. Uh, if you haven't seen Avengers, I guess I won't spoil it for you, but... Thanos ain't no punk. I'll just say that. (laughs) (laughs) And the end credits come on. Brooks is mad. Like, real deal mad. Uh, The end scene credits come on. That made him matter. Let me just let you know what Brooks does. The movie's over with. It's time to walk out. He leaves before... He just rolls out and stomps. And everybody in the theater is looking at him go down the stairs and and go around to the little hallway to get out the theater. And I'm like, what's going on here? Like, did he just really leave me? <laughs> like, <laughs> the music was still semi-on, you right. know what I'm saying? This dude left me in the theater by myself. I was like... Something I missed. Like, what happened? <laughs> like, I get out there. He didn't say nothing to me. Mind you, we went to the movies together to say to see the movie. Right. And right. He didn't say nothing to me. I'm looking at him like, Brooks, you gonna be all right? He shakes his head. Walks out. I said, okay. So I guess this is how it's going to be. So I walked to my car. He's walking to his. I said, Brooks, it's going to be all right, man. His response to me, and this is the only thing he said to me in like the last two and, out, two and a half hours maybe, aside from him yelling at the screen, <laughs> is we got to do something about Thanos. We have to kill that dude. 
And then he says, I'll see you tomorrow. I'm like, what the hell is she talking about? That nigga got to die. He can't go to the movies with this guy. He acted a, a straight fool. Like, I know he scared some of them white people in there. I know it. I know it. I know it. You can't tell me I nothing I need all different. my listeners out there. We need to band together, come up with a plan. No. We figured we could use Ant-Man, but no. if y'all got something better, let me know. No. <laughs> Hit me up on the Facebook page. That's weird, man. This nigga got to die. I don't know, but just don't go to the movies with Brooks. Mike, are you going to go to the movies with Brooks? I kind of want to go to the movies with Brooks. <laughs> should not go to the movies with Brooks. We're going to go see Jurassic see World. Steve, are you going to go to the movies with Brooks? come out this Friday, don't it? Steve said he's not going. He, Steve said he's not going to the movies with you either. So oh, yeah, Deadpool this Friday. Oh yeah, don't go see Deadpool with Brooks. Deadpool, my shit though. Hey, he might hey, actually hey, be okay because Deadpool gonna make you laugh. Right. I got was, a I got a story about the movies. Yeah, you almost got us kicked out. I don't know what you talking yeah. about? Mm-hmm. But in the NBA, <laughs> <laughs> Rockets versus Golden State, man. Oh, you want to talk about almost getting kicked out? Got man, a little, got a little cloudy in the movie. Talking bro. about almost getting kicked out. Draymond Green, uh, Draymond. He get he hit that. Uh, you saw the play, right? <laughs> hit, the, hit that elbow. Yeah. On Harden, man. Man. <laughs> that they was really trying to fight. <laughs> like Draymond was really, and it was like. Three other plays that he should have been kicked out of that game. <laughs> I think Harden should have just took one for the team. Yeah. Harden should just let him know. Catching one of them good old elbows. <laughs> Getting who, ejected. Who's winning this series? Golden State. Golden State. Somebody, who was it? Because somebody was saying they thought that. Houston was going to take the series. And I forgot who that was. I don't know if it was Guns. I don't know if it was Steven. I don't I don't think any of us. I think us, while they were watching the first game, they were like, uh, Houston going to run with it or something. I think we all pretty much unanimously said. I, go, I think, uh, go I think going Guns win. was – I think he wanted Houston to win. Oh. I don't know if he thought that they would, though, mm. <laughs> which is a whole Since he's not here to defend himself, Guns said that, <laughs> that – <laughs> That Good. Houston will win. And he's definitely said it. He definitely said it. Yeah. It. You know, yep. you heard him, right? He said it was sweet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they said, get your brooms ready. Yeah, man. Guns, I mean, I can't believe he said that. <laughs> he didn't even crazy. give him a game. What? I don't think he said sweet. Though. Did he say sweet? Okay. But he did say that Houston's going to take it. And to me, any team that got Chris Paul on it, that deep in the playoffs, is not bound to succeed. Keep in mind, this is his first Western Conference Finals ever. The longest drought yeah. for a player to get to the Western Conference Finals. That's a starter? Uh, well, I guess his position, league. starter, big of a knock and that. on a playoff team. How big of a knock is that on his career? Oh, he's not getting in the Hall of Fame, if that's what you're asking. Chris Paul will be in you the Hall of Fame. You don't think Chris Paul is going to the Hall of Fame? Chris Paul will definitely be in the Hall of Fame. He's one wow. of the all-time great point guards. Despite the fact that he Despite the fact that he has not been to He's one of the all-time great point guards despite the fact. That means there's some reasons when, why he When we're talking be. about Western Conference finally, yes, he doesn't have a whole lot of playoff success, hmm. but he does have He doesn't really have playoff success. He does. He's been he's I don't know if he's ever missed the playoffs. He's won a lot of first rounds. He's won a lot of first rounds. 
<laughs> and just never won the second round. I mean, but that's unfortunate. But I don't know if a lot of game sevens in the second round. Yeah, it's I don't know. He's, he's definitely Chris, going to be in the Looking at Chris though. Paul's career, let's just be real. Do you see him getting in the first year? Probably no. not. Second, no. Listen, I got something's going to trump. So you got this the whole third situation. or fourth. But do you see him getting I in the hall? He's going to be in the hall. But hall, listen, though. I got something that's going to trump the whole situation. All right. They let Yao Ming in. Okay. Did Yao Ming <laughs> – Okay, let me ask you this. Let me ask you this, though. Did Yao Ming lead a group of niggas back in a in a secret underground <laughs> compartment <laughs> to another locker room Look, just so they can jump somebody? Doc first Rivers of all, son? First of all no that is Hall of Fame resume material. <laughs> first of all. That, is that was easily right the weakest – he, Yo, old bro, team. You just left that that's, team. That's Hall of Fame resume right there. <laughs> he took up the secret passages, man. Bro. That he probably dug out trying dude, to escape L.A. This dude. <laughs> <laughs> trying to be Harriet Tuckman. Like, bro, what are you doing? What are you doing? I don't like Chris Paul. I've never really liked Chris Paul. And and that's fine. I can just guarantee you he's going to be in the playoffs. How many uh, gold okay, medals? Well, not playoffs, I'm sorry, Hall of Fame. <laughs> I just don't see it. I think there's probably going to be guys that did more in the playoffs, like Steph Curry being before uh, Chris Paul. Nah. Only due to the time that they're going to retire. Steph Curry is going to get in faster. Yeah, we'll see that. Steph Curry already with his credentials. First round, first ballot. I mean, the guy's breaking Reggie I Miller's three-point record. I know you don't like Chris Paul, but take a look at at his stats. He's He's got Hall of Fame That's numbers. some good numbers. Okay, but look who's doing it. I mean, look at – all right, what records is Chris I, I Paul – what I, records are is Chris Paul breaking, just being real? Definitely assists because he's one of the best passers currently still playing. Uh, he's definitely breaking assist records. Probably some some double double records. He's probably climbing the stats there. He don't do a whole lot of rebounding, but you know, he's he's a guy that's pretty consistently gonna get you. I think that's the thing about Chris Paul. He's pretty twenty five and fifteen. He's pretty consistent, but it's just Hall of Fame means a little more now. It does mean championships. I, it doesn't matter. I mean, I, I gotta look at it like this. I mean, he turned a. Irrelevant New Orleans team. That's back. That was decent, that was when he was CP three. Right, and he was on team. Drake. So far gone. Yeah, he yeah. couldn't lose. You know. <laughs> no, but I hold I on. got but, you, homie. But, but you I got you. But not nah, even um even with the Clippers, man. They were a nobody team. They weren't making the playoffs. They, they had Blake Griffin, team. but they weren't doing they weren't anything. Doing anything. No, they were just doing it. They was like Blake Griffin needs a point guard. So. He just needs a point guard, right? But he ends up getting "quote unquote" the best point I guard mean, available. One of, yeah, Chris mean, Paul can honestly blame uh, David Stern for his career not being what it should be because if he wouldn't block that trade to the Lakers, like Chris Paul probably would have had like two rings. Yeah, Kobe Bryant would probably still be playing, but who Kobe knows? would definitely have six rings, if not seven. Off of doing what Kobe said to do, I'm just saying if you add Chris Paul to that team, they definitely win at least two rings. True, at least two. But everybody was saying, hey, that's all Blake needs. That's all he needs. And 
we seen them time and time again with DeAndre. And, like, they was like, oh, all they need is one more piece. And they would always get one or two more pieces. And then they never do anything with it. And everybody, like, he's like a smaller LeBron. Everybody really be defending Chris Paul, but there's nothing to back it up. But with LeBron, there's always something to back, you know, some type of stat to back it up with. You don't never see that with Chris Paul. I don't like him. I mean, if we we, if we we definitely can't give Chris Paul a pass. We definitely can't give Carmelo a pass. Either one of them cannot get a pass. Yeah, I mean, there's Chris a chance. Chris Paul is a definitely better player than Carmelo. No, I agree. At this point. I agree, but I mean, if you look at the accolades, and accolades, they both the same. Then neither one has done anything. Yeah, and to <laughs> playoff me, success definitely. definitely yeah, and to me, to be in the hall, you had to have done something great. Like even it, like Allen Iverson's getting in, right? Or is already in, or whatever. But basically, like. This guy, everybody knew he had a nothing team. Everybody knew. He never got, like, that supporting guy that he needed. Yeah. He always had some, what do you have, uh, Snow? <laughs> like, that's who you going to give me? You going to give me Eric Snow? Like, yeah. You can do <laughs> Like, that's all he got. Like, give Allen Iverson a Blake uh, Griffin. Give right. Allen almost anybody. And he's going to make, he's going to, you know, turn water into wine. You know right. what I'm saying? So, I don't get that feeling from Chris Paul. And so, he won't get that pass from me. That's fine. I can just. He's lucky I'm not a voter. Yeah, I was going to say, I just guarantee he <laughs> will be a Yeah. But, anyway, um, and going forward here, just wanted to uh, touch base on a couple of things, man. Um figure out what you guys are watching. We're going to make this a special edition whatever you're watching. What do you like to watch when you're under the influence? What do you like to watch when you're under the influence? Whether it's whether it's, you know, smoke, drink, just what what is it on TV that just says hey, I love this. And since this is such a special topic, you're going to start with Brooks. Hmm. Let's see. I have a couple of shows. If I'm under the influence, and nine times out of ten, that means I'm above the influence. So, I'm probably could watch uh, Two and a Half Men. <laughs> Fucking love that show. Uh... She can always pop pineapple express in. It's classic, of course. Uh, I I I'm into the TV series, so okay. so right now it's uh Friday Night Lights, the TV show. Though. Really? Yeah. So that puts you in a like a time machine or something. A little bit, a little okay. bit, yeah, a <laughs> little bit. Okay. Probably gonna swing back around to you if you don't bring yourself uh, back around. Uh, yeah, but Mike, what do you like to watch? Nature documentaries. Really? Yes. Like when they show it from daylight going into night and then back to day? Yeah, like... (laughs) Like the slow, the stop motion almost? Yeah. Yeah. I I love to watch nature documentaries. Uh, It's just, it's something about the awe of the world when you under or above the influence that get, you know what I mean? It kind of, it really gets you like, like, wow. <laughs> Especially if you watch uh with like like Planet Earth or uh what is it uh Blue Blue Earth I think maybe mm-hmm. what it's called but it's about the ocean and stuff so just like cuz you know we don't know 
we know more about outer space than yeah. we do about our own and then, oceans. And then, like, it'll start off with something, like, real cool. You just hear water rushing up against the beach. <laughs> and then some guy, with a really, some guy with a really nice voice comes on. He's like, the fish swim upstream at this time of year. But this is also the time. Where the birds do too, and then <laughs> dun, 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 and then it just all, <laughs> they start telling you the story, and it's like this is beautiful. They this be is, telling real stories, like bro, it is real stories. The, the mother bear walking with her two cubs, man, as they playfully nip at her feet. And when I'm like, watching <laughs> when I'm watching nature documentaries, my favorite thing to watch is gorillas in in their habitat, like. Bro, for one, they strong, but they scary. <laughs> like, like, cause, cause they be ready to fight over a female, but they be like, boy, no, no, don't no, maybe, don't you do it? <laughs> and then, and then they finally start, and like, it's real quick, cause I guess they so strong, they be hurting like each other like really bad. But it's quick, but it ain't as graphic as you think. It's just funny, like the the lead up is longer than the fight. <laughs> maybe, maybe really. That's sound, like sound about fight. right. Yeah. yeah, it's just funny to me because they're so strong. Like, right, it's scary how strong they are, Man. which is why I can sort of not watch, and but I can watch Planet of the Apes. But the thing that I like to watch is comedies. Oh yeah, and you cannot miss me with a great comedy, but especially if it's a comedy that I think I discovered in my own world. I.e. Rick and Morty, a comedy beloved by millions. But like me, I, it's like I discovered them. And when I'm watching it, he's like, look here, Morty. You better get up. And, you know, he'd be talking to them all crazy and stuff. He's like, yeah, Morty, we're going to go on more adventures. And then more adventures. Then more and more adventures. And then we're going to go on more adventures. And then we're going to go on more. Like, bro, that show be killing me. And then you be seeing these guys, I'm Mr. Mixies. Look at me. You're like, bro. <laughs> Brooks, so not cool, Brooks bro. Kill- Brooks loves that. I'm fucking with some Mises, bro. Man, that it was a. Rick is a fucking bully. Okay, bro. I'm I'm gonna say it. No one else is gonna say it. Rick is a fucking bully. Okay, he's, he's a fucking bully. Okay, he's smart though. I love that show. Fucking making Morty do shit that Morty don't want to do. Knowing damn well Morty just trying to go to school. <laughs> Ain't got nothing like he ain't trying just to do all this shit. Just want to be with Jessica. <laughs> That's what he says. Just want to be with Jessica. Just, just trust me, Morty. Listen L- L- here, Morty. I come like a little uh, punk ass bitch. <laughs> no, 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 Morty. You ain't got to worry about me, and Jessica. <laughs> what? <laughs> like, I'm not. I'm not that type of guy. Uh, let's get listen. <laughs> like, bro, what is you going through, Rick? Like, this guy is hilarious. Uh, yeah, so that's one of the shows I like to watch. Uh, I can't get caught up watching uh, Game of Thrones or, or anything like that because I'll literally watch four or five episodes straight. That's four or five hours that I cannot get back. Mm, and mean, I'm like into, I'm like, like in too deep, and I'm like, just be can stop it now. <laughs> but why? <laughs> Coming up with whole new conspiracies, and bro. Shit. Like it's. Like so brand, no, that's brand not a theory. Oh, it's a theory. I'm not going. There. It is a it's theory. A theory. It technically, it is definitely a, de- a theory. It's a theory. not going to happen. It's is what I'm theory. trying to say. It's not going to happen. 
I'm not gonna spoil it, but it's a theory. You mean not gonna spoil it's it? It's a theory. It's not, bro. It's it like a million theories, though, bro. It was out when you. I sent you the video of all that. I was like, disregard this part because trust me, it's not. <laughs> and he was like, <laughs> <laughs> no, I just ran across the day and I've been talking shit since I've seen it. Yeah, man. And then, um, of course, Atlanta. Can, oh, yeah. we, can we get three cheers for that? Like, oh, yeah. hooray. <laughs> hooray. Hip, hip. Hooray. <laughs> I say. Man, I love Atlanta, man. And they had their season finale, man. What was you guys thinking about this season finale episode? It was a lot going on. It was a lot going on. Our producer wants to say that Earn's a bitch. He's not, though. But, I mean, hopefully, you know, you've watched it by now, but I'm not going to say much. But you might as well talk about it. Clark. Okay. Clark County's a bitch too. Yeah. So I mean, at the end of the day, they had to survive. You gonna do what you gotta do. You gonna do what you gotta do to survive. And That's the theme of the whole his, season. His agent got robbed of his profession more than likely. Yeah. That's the theme of the whole season. What's up? I actually think. I think Aaron redeemed himself. Honestly, if you ask me personally, because if you if you think about it, it was a it was a comment that was made at the beginning of this show that was saying that they was going on this uh with a European tour or whatever with uh Clark County and it was like I should be headlining that tour or wouldn't I think Ern told him he was like, like you should be headlining the tour and he was like shit I know you know what I'm saying or whatever like that basically like whatever and so Ern uh, initially putting. Tell an episode, but you know it is what it is. Him putting the gun inside of that bag was basically like X and Clark out that whole tour. But Clark being a step ahead himself, nah, you, Mr. Manager, you're <laughs> your X out this tour. So I mean, I feel like Aaron redeemed himself, and I feel like Clark County, like you said, is always. What you think about the entertainment lawyer? Do you do you think do you want do you want a lawyer that represents reality stars managing your money or do you want a little quote unquote Jewish lawyer that's just gonna do what he's supposed to do giving you the money like what do you think about that I'll take the Jew was it just was it something a little off about the entertainment lawyer it it was something a little bit off of about him but. It, it was whenever they went to go get the passport and the Jewish guy, he was like, let me ask you something, man. <laughs> He's like, you know any black lawyers that's probably better than your than your cousin lawyer? And he man. was like, yeah. <laughs> He's like, honestly, yeah, but <laughs> they don't get a lot of <laughs> it's, 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 they, it's just a lot of connections they won't have. Yeah, there you go. It's the connection. Uh, because of the, specifically because of their race. Yeah. I was like... Did, did you see? The, did you see the connections, bro? That the Jews had, yeah. Bro, just, yes. Yeah, you tough. get a passport in three hours. Yeah. You just walked on water, boy, and have tornadoes following you. Like you just just doing <laughs> the impossible at that point. Crazy. It was, it was a great crazy. episode, though. Oh man, that show is freaking classic, man. I, I love. Season two might have been better than season one. 
Honestly, I want to go back and rewatch. It's a great one. continuation, though. It is. Yeah, definitely a great continuation. They definitely had some of our most favorite episodes in this season. Yeah, the, the barber definitely stood out. Some episodes oh stood my out. God. Teddy Perkins. Teddy Perkins made you forget all about the barber episode. That's how crazy Teddy Perkins episode was. I thought we was but, never gonna talk about this. We wasn't supposed to talk about Teddy Perkins. I thought Teddy Perkins was going to be left alone, bro. You know, if you say his name three times, <laughs> Mary. That must have Mike yes. just fucked up my whole childhood just right then. Like, I don't even want to talk about it. Please. <laughs> what if what he's was here? that shit? Bloody Mary shit? Yeah. <laughs> Boy. What if he's here? He could be. We did say his name three times. Did say Teddy Perkins three times at least. But what if you say it four times? Will anything happen then? So if he's like, just keep saying Teddy Perkins, like Teddy Perkins, it, it just like disables it, right? Like this, you can all, I can only come out at three. You like, like, <laughs> <laughs> like oh my God. is that what it is? What was this conversation? I thought you was gonna, I was gonna stop. <laughs> is that what it is? Maybe. I, I don't know. Find out this and more on the next episode of Dragon Ball Z. <laughs> maybe if we get right. a couple of them niggas to fight Thanos, maybe we can, maybe we can beat Thanos. <laughs> they give Thanos the... Man, it, Goku just gives you everything. Like, you give him the glove and a Sisu That's Goku. <laughs> he wants to see you at your most powerful. I learned how to counter the time warp. How'd you <laughs> counter this, Goku? Hey, like, hey, hey. Like, they would. Goku didn't do anything, nigga. Don't play apparently, with him. Apparently. And they'll give you the all the chances in the himself. world for you to do everything. Yeah. Damn right. It's, it's and crazy. still whoop your ass. Yeah, Except for. And then, and then if he kill him, line. he gonna come back even stronger. Except for that new timeline. They couldn't beat Black Goku. It took a lot. They could not beat Black Goku. Black Goku was cold. Even though he didn't even have the full power, but still it was cold. Okay. Well, y'all already know what time it is. We reset time of the show. Time to say our goodbyes, man. And give a little shout outs. And possibly have one or two funny little antics come out. So, uh, curious, man. Who you got the shout out, Mike? Definitely a shout out my Boston Celtics. Uh, okay. Just took down the Cleveland Cavaliers, one hundred seven to ninety four, up two zero in the series. So you know we didn't even cover that because why we feel like this isn't going to be a good series. I, I think part of it was that, but I think we really got like like you was really digging into Chris Paul, like you you could you uh, hard yeah you don't like Chris Paul, and I think it kind of took over. The, <laughs> Who said that? <laughs> the Celtics. I don't I don't know what you're talking about. Stay woke, Mike. Yeah. So definitely shout out them. Uh, shout out all my family and friends out there. Uh, shout out all the global listeners. <laughs> yeah. Worldwide. Worldwide. Nationwide. Local, oh. community, and county. Worldwide. <laughs> Prestige worldwide. Wide. Wide. Floats <laughs> <laughs> and hoes. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, that's what's up, man. So I'm gonna take this time. Um, give the mic to our producer. You got some shout outs, Steve? Yeah. Uh shoot, uh man. 
Yeah, I want to shout out to my family, you know. Shout out to everybody. Uh, Mike already hit the high part. I also want to uh, give a shout out for Guns, uh, Mr. Marcus uh, Casey and his grandma. Uh, she recently passed, so, you know, prayers for them. Yeah, yeah, shout out Marcus, man. man. So, yeah. Uh, that's all I got, man. Here you go. It's on you. All right, we ain't taking no more prayer requests. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, I feel like he turned it into church for just a moment there. Just just a moment. He was like, uh, but, you know. <laughs> the board got anything. Yeah, I know. All right. Any more announcements? If anybody is looking to, to not only be a better person, but change their life for good. Right. Make you walk down this aisle. Nah, shout out Marcus, though, man. R.P. to your people, man. We praying yeah, for you, bro. Straight up. Much love. Much love. Sending positive vibes out there. Real talk. You know, I'd like to shout you guys out, man. We're trying different things, going with different um, techniques and trying to have better overall quality. And, you know, in saying that, you know, shout out to everybody showing love and giving us feedback. And, right. you know, shout out to Steve, of course. Shout out to Guns. He ain't here tonight. Um, I don't know who's going to be off next week. but Two oh. pistols, one bullet. <laughs> I call I call Guns iGuns now because he, he, oh. he got an iPhone. <laughs> he has probably texted everybody, so they probably Man. know. <laughs> and he, don't, he never used to text. He would answer in Messenger before he texts you back. <laughs> and I would always send him back like, oh, so you're going to respond to the Messenger? Right. Guns <laughs> sending out the random ass fake text messages. <laughs> hey, what's up, bro? You trying to hoop? <laughs> Nigga, you know you ain't. <laughs> <laughs> who is this? <laughs> like, who, who are you? Our friendship's gotten better. It's crazy. <laughs> it's really crazy. We talk daily, man. You know, <laughs> shout out to Camille. You know, uh, shout Sorry. out to Brooks and Mike, man. You just gotta keep it, you know, showing the love, and this is this is uh, this is great. <laughs> it's not just because I'm high. <laughs> it's not. But hey, one, I do got one last thing to say. Says sports talk on the gun range. Click clack. Bitches, bang bang. Go ahead, one more time. I'm sorry. Okay, you was not ready. I was not ready. I, I, I just wanted to say shout out to all my people out there. I thought you did your shout outs. No, shout That's out. why I wasn't shout He out. still didn't do it? No. Uh-uh. <laughs> That's why I was looking at him like, oh, uh, did he go? I always forget about him. You got to start trying to go to him first. Brooks, give you shout outs. I thought you yeah, did. Yeah, man, you know. I you did your shout out to everybody out there, man, you know. Whole ass nigga Ryan once again tried to bypass me, you know, for my shout outs. Yeah. <laughs> Anywho, yeah. shout out to everybody listening out there, man. Shout Please continue following the Twitter pages, the Facebook oh, pages, the Instagram page. pages. Facebook. Fuck and this Instagram. nigga Ryan. I almost fucked <laughs> up talking. Bitch ass nigga talking in the background. This is guy is talking about. Me. Follow those pages. You know, man. Like, share, support. We'll support you back, man. This nigga Ryan. Shout out to my son Spank. You know I love you. you. Know what it is. Shout out to my people, man. Uh, shout out to my boy Sergio, man. I know you listening in, bro. 
keep hollering them tires, my boy. You wanted me to say some inappropriate things, but I will not do that on air. Anywho, uh, shout out to the panel, of course, everybody except Ryan. You know, you know, y'all my people. You know, Steve over there on the board doing his thing as always, miking that phone, looking up some sports. I'm pretty sure, looking up some Boston stats or some shit. Smell like beans. (laughs) Uh, shout out that boy Guns. You know. I feel like <laughs> every time he want, I want to talk about some social commentary. He want to bring up the Lambo. Lambo. <laughs> <laughs> you already know you got Lambo, man. Nobody, nobody care about that. Nobody want to hear about Lambo. Mod breakthrough. <laughs> All right, so obviously that mess up was on me. Apologies. Oh, good, bro. But this is Sports Talk on the Gun Range. Click, clack. Bang, bang. Gun Range is die, bitch. Sports Talk, bitch. Hello, ladies. Does your inbox make you frown? Do you remember the times when you could have numerous conversations with guys you had no intentions on meeting? Those times aren't gone. You just need to contact Thirst Patrol. Thirst Patrol is a deeply based thirst AI designed to give you all the thirst you can handle. We work with various prisons, halfway houses, movie executives, government organizations, and more to provide you with the right thirst level for you. We monitor various levels of thirst to make sure your thirst needs are met adequately. Even if your inbox is currently in use, ask yourself this question. Do you deserve more thirst? You owe it to yourself to be in a wetter environment. Nobody likes it dry. So get Thirst Patrol on your side. Operators are standing by, so give us a call at 1-800-THIRSTY.